You're listening to Cultivate Curiosity, a podcast that inspires the next generation to stay curious. Cultivate Curiosity is brought to you by the Emerald Coast Science Center, a nonprofit interactive science museum and STEAM educational facility in Fort Long Beach, Florida. This podcast is perfect for anyone curious about the world we live in because you never know what we'll talk about next. Hi everyone, my name is JC and I'm the social media coordinator at the Emerald Coast Science Center and on today's episode we're talking about bats in honor of Bat Week. Bat Week is from October 24th to 31st this year. Bat Week is an annual celebration of bats and the many roles they play in our ecosystems. The international event is organized by a team of representatives across North America from conservation organizations and government departments. Bat Week strives to show the critical importance of bats and raise awareness of conservation efforts worldwide. Everyone can join in on the Bat Week fun by learning more about bats, engaging in bat activities, also known as bat-tivities, and discovering current bat science. Let's first learn a little bit about bats. Bats have been called creepy, scary, and spooky, but they are an important species that impact our daily lives in ways we may not even realize. From pollinating our favorite fruits, to eating pesky insects, to inspiring medical marvels, bats are heroes of the night. There are over 1,400 species of bats worldwide. Bats can be found on nearly every part of the planet, except in extreme deserts and polar regions. The difference in size and shape are equally impressive. Bats range in size from Kitty's hognose bat, also called the bumblebee bat, that weighs less than a penny, making it the world's smallest mammal, to the flying foxes, which can have a wingspan of up to six feet. The United States and Canada are home to about 45 species of bats. Not all bats hibernate. Even though bears and bats are the two most well-known hibernators, not all bats spend their winter in caves. Some bat species, like the spotted bat, survive by migrating in search of food to warmer areas when it gets chilly. Bats have few natural predators. Disease is one of the biggest threats. Owls, hawks, and snakes eat bats, but that's nothing compared to the millions of bats dying from white nose syndrome. The disease, named for a white fungus on the muzzle and wing of bats, affects hibernating bats and has been detected in 37 states and 7 Canadian provinces. This deadly syndrome has decimated certain species more than others. It has killed over 90% of northern long-eared, little brown, and tricolored bat populations in fewer than 10 years. Scientists are working to understand this disease. Without bats, say goodbye to bananas, avocados, and mangoes. Over 300 species of fruit depend on bats for pollination. Bats help spread seeds for nuts, figs, and cocoa, the main ingredients in chocolate. Without bats, we also wouldn't have plants like agave or the iconic saguaro cactus. Night insects have the most to fear from bats. Each night, bats can eat their body weight in insects, numbering in the thousands. The insect-heavy diet helps foresters and farmers protect their crops from pests. Bats are the only flying mammals. While the flying squirrel or sugar glider can only glide for short distances, bats are true flyers. A bat's wing resembles a modified human hand. Imagine the skin between your fingers larger, thinner, and stretched. This flexible skin membrane that extends between each long finger bone and many movable joints makes bats agile flyers. The longest living bat is 41 years old. It's said that the smaller the animal, the shorter its lifespan, but bats break that rule of longevity. Although most bats live less than 20 years in the wild, scientists have documented six species that live more than 30 years. In 2006, a tiny bat from Siberia set the world record at 41 years. Like cats, bats clean themselves. 
Far from being dirty, bats spend a lot of time grooming themselves. Some, like the colonial bat, even groom each other. Besides having sleek fur, cleaning also helps control parasites. Bats are inspiring medical marvels. About 80 medicines come from plants that rely on bats for their survival. While bats are not blind, studying how bats use echolocation has helped scientists develop navigational aids for the blind. Research on bats has also led to advances in vaccines. Some of the bat's unique features, like membrane wings and echolocation, have inspired technological advances in engineering. Drones that have thin and flexible bat-like wings are in the works, as well as tiny, more efficient sonar systems for navigation. The wingsuits used by base jumpers take more than a few cues from bats' aerodynamic bodies. So now that we know a little bit about bats, let's do some myth-busting. Can you guess that these statements are myth or fact? The first one is, bats are just mice with wings. So this is a myth. Although bats are small like rodents, they're more closely related to primates and humans than they are to mice or rats. The next one is bats drink blood. So this one is actually fact. There are species of bats called vampire bats that rely on the blood of other animals to survive. Vampire bats live in Latin America and primarily feed on cattle or other large animals, which often don't even notice the bat when it comes for dinner. The next one is all bats are rabid. So this is a myth. Less than 1% of bats have rabies, but the bats that act strangely or contact humans are 10 times more likely to be sick with rabies. The last one is bats are blind. This is a myth. Bats can see just fine and actually have pretty good eyesight. In fact, some of the larger fruit-eating bats can see three times better than humans. And as mentioned earlier, they do use echolocation, but this does not mean that they are blind. Awesome job doing some myth-busting. Now, do you want to celebrate with some bat-tivities? Visit batweek.org educate, which will be linked in our podcast description, for our activity booklets, coloring sheets, recipes made with bat-dependent ingredients, and instructions on how to make an origami bat. If you want to celebrate by helping bats, there are a few things you can do at home. This includes learning more about bats in your area, limiting herbicide and pesticide use, creating a garden for bats, turning off lights for bats at night, or even building a bat house, which we actually have three bat houses here at the Science Center, and you can learn more about what those look like in our reptile room. So to learn more about Bat Week, so that way you can celebrate in your own style, please visit the National Park Service's website, which will be linked in our podcast description since it's a little bit long. But that is all I have for you guys today. I hope you enjoyed learning a little bit more about bats and that you find a way to celebrate Bat Week this week, especially since Bat Week ends on Halloween. I'm sure there's something you can figure out that you can do to celebrate the bats who are very important to our ecosystems. Thanks for listening. We will be back in two weeks with a new podcast episode. See you then. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Cultivate Curiosity. If you have any questions, feel free to email us at socialmedia at ecscience.org. Tune in for our next episode in two weeks.